0: Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode number 74 of Essential Skills of NLP. If you've been listening regularly to these podcasts, you'll know I've been away for a little bit. It's been the summer, I've been traveling around the world doing extraordinary things, and I hope you guys have been too. Today I'm gonna talk about some really fascinating stuff that comes from the work of Connie Ray Andreas. Uh, And if you don't know Connie Ray Andreas' work in NLP, it's worth checking out. It's a really sound way of looking at NLP. It's full of compassion and thoughtfulness. And the story begins, Interestingly enough, in the home of Milton Erickson, who, if you've listened to these podcasts, you'll know about, who is a very, very famous uh, psychiatrist, psychotherapist and hypnotherapist. And she and her partner at the time, Steve, were going to sit and, and watch Milton Erickson and learn with him, as a number of people did in those days. And Connie and Steve reported that Connie really enjoyed it and Steve found it a bit dull. He couldn't quite work out why this guy was uh, mumbling and chatting his way through client work. So the next time they went, um, Steve didn't go. Connie went on her own. And she reports that she was wondering about whether she should be in this relationship with Steve or not. She had some questions about it. And so she went up to Milton Erickson at the end and she said, uh, at the end of the first day, and said, you know, could you maybe um set aside a little time to maybe do some one to one work with me on this issue? And Milton Erickson said something strange like Well I'll see, I'll see if I can find the time, you know. And it was and she felt quite dismissed by this and was quite concerned about it. But she waited day after day to see if Milton Erickson would take the time to work with her on it. And if you don't know Milton Erickson, he often did things like this. He did things that were quite um, unexplained, often contradictory, and sometimes questionable, that made people think about things in a different way. As the days went on, Milton Erickson didn't seem to become forthcoming with this uh, therapy option, and Connie Ray started to become, you know, a little bit concerned as to whether she had said something wrong, or he didn't like her, or, or he didn't care. All those kind of normal conversations that would go in your head. But he continued to work with clients and discuss the clients. Now Milton Erickson had a number of techniques and one of them would be to tell stories and those stories would have meaning for many people listening that would be quite subtle at first but later would suddenly make them realise and see things in a different way. On the final day where Connie Ray had kind of given up on the hope that Milton Erickson would work with her. Suddenly something he said in one of the stories echoed within her and she suddenly found herself in this very deep, calm, incredibly whole place where everything seemed okay. And in that moment she reports of deep calmness and stillness, she realised the solution to her issues with her partner, what she needed to do and how she needed to be. And at that moment, Milne Erickson apparently looked at her and smiled as though this is what he had planned all along. And right at the end, he gestured to her to come over and he said, do you still want that session with me? And she said, no, I don't need it anymore. And he said, I thought that would be the case. Now. That all sounds a bit odd, but that's how Milton Erikson quite often worked. But even more interesting was Connie Ray's experience on that final day of getting into this extraordinary state of peacefulness with everything. She realised was a really, really important place to come from. And she thought to herself, what if I could be in this state all the time? What if I could be in a place of acceptance, and peace, and togetherness, connected, feeling whole, feeling okay. What would happen then? What if I brought this state to everything? What would happen to my problems and my issues? And this led her on to the development of something called the core transformation process. We talked earlier about how important states are. That when we're in an interview, if we're stressed, then we'll be less effective than if we're confident. If we're in a traffic jam, if we're annoyed, we're more likely to crash the car than if we're calm. So we know about states. But the fascinating work that Connie did after this experience starts to identify that maybe there are super states, maybe there are core states that Seem to overarch everything, and that just by being in these core states, everything becomes simpler. If you imagine just for a moment going into the future, but not just a week or a month, but 2,000 years. If you go into the future 2,000 years and you look back to today, well, how much would people remember? How much do we remember about 2000 years ago? Not very much, a few key characters step up, but most of the everyday stuff disappears. So if we go 2000 years into the future and look back at now, how significant are the issues that we're dealing with now, how significant do they look from that perspective? And that's an example of a state change where we start to put things into a bigger frame, a bigger perspective, and these core states that I'm going to talk about in the next few podcasts are something that has a similar effect that by getting into these states we can start to experience a very different perceptual position, a very different sense of the importance and significance or lack of importance and significance of the things that we've been dealing with. So I invite you to begin to think about What would be really, really core states to be in? I'm going to explain them in a little bit. But I'd like you to just think about it. We've talked about confidence, but it's bigger than that. We've talked about being calm, but it's bigger than that. What would be an incredibly immense, profound state to be in that would literally transform pretty much anything that you came across in your path? Because if you could get into that state, then life would become... Much, much simpler. Because we know that life does have ups and downs. Good stuff happens, not so good stuff happens. That's a given. Not everybody's going to live a charmed life. But if we can find a way to flow through that experience. If we can find a way to be, even in difficult times. That's calm in a deep way that gives us this kind of perspective, then maybe we could steer a very different course through those obstacles. So what are the core states? Well rather cheekily and in a Ericksonian perspective, I'm going to let you think about that for the next few days until the next podcast. But have to think about what do you think would be the most core states, the biggest states that you or I could be in that would transform our perception of what's going on in our lives, that would give us a very different place to come from. As a kind of clue, look at the people you know who seem to be able to just cruise through life. Look at people who seem to have a deep spiritual or philosophical approach that makes them happier appear wiser, less ruffled by things, that they seem to be able to steer this more peaceful, compassionate course through life. So I'll leave you there, dangling slightly, thinking about that, and in the next podcast we'll start to talk about what these core states are, what it feels like, and how you can get in touch with them as easy as possible. So until then, you take care. If you like these podcast series then I think you'd really love finding out more about how we can work together. Best things you can do, get hold of the other podcasts on iTunes or get some of my extraordinary books which as I say, if you like these podcasts they're very very similar, life changing, fascinating ways of looking at the world and the ultimate thing you could do, hey come and train with me I'd love to meet you in person let us know, drop us an email phil, at philparker.org or go to the website philparker.org, sign up for the newsletters. There you'll get instant access to some of my latest audio downloads. And those downloads contain the latest research, techniques and tools to change your life and improve your health. So just register to get those right now. And I look forward to hanging out with you in person in the very near future. You take care now. Essential NLP. skills for a great life.